Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. 1420 Sports Podcast is happy to be teamed up with Newsly. Newsly transcribes web articles from around the globe and reads them directly to you. Keep your eyes on the road or on the game with Newsly. Newsly also carries podcasts from 40 countries around the globe, including the 1420 Sports Podcast. Download the Newsly app for all your Android and iOS devices today at www.newsly.me or click on the link in today's show description. And be sure to use the promo code 1420 sports that's 1420 sports for a free one month premium subscription newsly stop scrolling and start listening 1420 sports podcast show 177 i think it is dave on february the 10th 2022 uh, another day beautiful day here in southern alberta the sun was shining and so was i things were good uh, a little breezy earlier on the week but my god what a week Super Bowl weekend's coming up. Hot tournament for this weekend. I'm a busy man, Dave. What do you got going on? Well, just first of all, 177. I used to remember when we uh, were just pops at this, I was going on the internet to see uh, what jersey number we were going to honor with that show. Yeah, there's no, I, there's no 177s. We could go to Ray Bork and 100, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it is good. Uh, things are rolling along. The weather is nice. It wasn't windy today. Uh, it's funny how old men sit and talk about the weather. Someone should write a song about that. And uh, I, I, yeah, I, I understand uh, it's the Fort McLeod Memorial Old Timers Never Was. What do you guys call this tournament? Just uh, it is the Hockey Through the Ages tournament. It's an all ages tournament for for uh, yeah, it's lots of good. Uh, uh, there's well, we'll talk about it in a bit. But anyways, there's a viral thing going on with me scoring a goal this weekend. But anyways, we'll talk about that in a second. Anyways, Dave, the Edmonton Oilers uh, in all not oh, I shouldn't say an all time low or a new they hit a new low. I guess could could be said they uh, got beat in a uh, two games in a total points of uh, eight to one. They lost to the uh, Vegas Golden Knights four nothing. Then they lost to the lowly uh, Chicago Blackhawks four one last night. Shortly after that, there was a uh, obviously discussion at Oilers World Headquarters, and, and this afternoon, Dave Dave Tippett was fired from his his uh, head coaching position with the Edmonton Oilers, and they brought in a guy from minor leagues, don't care what his name is, he won't be there come the end of the season. Anyways, um, Dave, I don't know, this Oilers, we talk about it all the time, that this Oilers team, there's something not right in the organization, I can't place it. I watched that game last night, and I watched the game two nights ago. This is a bunch of guys from top to bottom who just don't give a shit. 
And uh, and that goes right from Connor McDavid right on through. That is a bunch of guys who don't know how to play the game of hockey. I've never seen a team uh, in I shouldn't say never. I haven't seen a team in a long time that is so selfish and so awful that isn't pulling in the same direction. And it's got to come right from the top because there's no way an entire organization can can function like this. There's something wrong inherently with that team. Without a doubt. And it, it makes me, um, you know, the Oilers got off to that hot, hot start. What were they? Uh, Nine and one to start. And then they were 16 and five at one point. Yeah. And and that's that's a good start. But uh, that <laughs> that lead is gone. Right. They didn't, you know, they say you can't uh, make the playoffs in November, but you can, you can play yourself out of it. Uh, switch November with, uh, or sorry, put, uh, switch September with December. And that's what the Oilers did. And, and when they were so hot, I even had a buddy friend of yours and mine, like who is an, an avid Oilers fan we, him and I used to go to playoff games back in the day. He goes, just enjoy this. Quit being such a dick. Don't you're just being yeah. stubborn. Like get on with this team. And, you know, I thought about it, but I am so glad I didn't because, you know what, they deserve this mess because you deserve this mess. This is your team. This is your creation. Don't start thinking you're all wicked because you get dry settle and, and, and McDavid two number one picks like hooray. You hit, you hit two out of five, top five, number one, uh, top five picks. And and now you want to pat yourself on the back and tell everybody that you're, how great you are. You never addressed the goaltending. You never addressed the defense. And when you get out to that hottest start, teams are going to figure you out. What were they? They were what? Honestly, like seventy percent on the power play. Teams are going to figure that out. Dave, they were playing video game hockey for the first twenty-one games of the season. Couldn't lose, and everybody was saying these guys—they're not going to be stopped. They're not going to be stopped. This is the year McDavid's going to do it. This is the year Drysdale's going to do it. And now you got, now you got uh, a team that's going to struggle to make the playoffs. And if they do make the playoffs, then what's the point? Because you're going to lose in the first round. So what's the point? So now you have the, two of the best top five, top ten players in the league. Um, one guy's a generational talent that is, uh, people were christening the next coming of Tom Brady in hockey and, and just what's he going to do now? He's seven years in now you have a player like that, that free agents would be begging to go and play with him to win something, to do something like the, like the Detroit Red Wings, more of our vintage in the nineties. Now you got a, a player that teams are a tough sell to begin with. Because well, it's Edmonton, not throwing shade in Edmonton, but there's some better NHL destinations. It ain't Edmonton. Vegas. It's not Vegas. It's not Florida. It's not Tampa. It's not many LA. Places. It's not right. right. It's not many places. But now you got a, a franchise that's in trouble, and they're in big trouble with one of the best players to ever play the game. They're in huge trouble, and I don't know if the Edmonton maybe the Edmonton media does know it, but does the owner know it? Does the management know it? Like they brought in Ken Holland, Hockey Hall of Famer, GM to, to the Red Wings. They're in huge, huge trouble there. And I don't think that the team knows it because you can't keep firing coaches. Nugent Hopkins has been there 11 years. This is his 12th coach. It's it's actually ridiculous. And, you know, and, and when that hiring, I know there's a podcast where we talked about this. How is Ken Holland a good hire? I don't. 
get it. Like he 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 ran the Detroit Red Wings and his scouting department found Datsuk and Lidstrom in like the fourth and fifth rounds. Well, and now the, like, but anyways, it doesn't well, matter. Like, but but yeah. you know, when, like diamonds in the rough. And if you can nail two like that, and also he had all those Russians with Scotty Bowman. So, you know, he he, he had and he had a leader with Steve Eiserman. And had money had, to spend. And money to spend. And Look, you know what? You know when Detroit stopped winning? When the salary cap came in and and the the clock turned on Datsuk and and uh Lidstrom. Lidstrom and who is there was the they also had another good Swede with the big Zetterberg. Beer. Zetterberg. Had a, right? He's a good player, yeah. Oh yeah, they had they had such good talent. And and it's it, it, that's why Ken Holland doesn't have a job. So this hiring a good old boy because he knows how to win, Kevin Lowe, that's your famous quote. You don't know how to win. You happen to play for a winner. And I think that's with Ken, Wall, Ken Holland as well. You happen to GM a winner. Like you fell into it ass backwards. Like why not get Glenn Sather one more crack at the cat? It wouldn't surprise me for a fucking millisecond. If, if Daryl Katz backed up the brakes and said, come on, Slats, come back to Edmonton and give us one more try. I'll give Slats, you whatever. Slats got to be 80 by now, isn't he? I don't, I don't, I, th- I don't think uh, Katz cares. Like it, it's astonishing. You have you have two of the, the best players, and there there's something wrong, McDavid. He was getting one point. Like I heard it tonight, like one point nine nine goals per game, or not goals, points per game. And now he's down to point nine one, which is still really good. But you're down a, a point a game in the last twenty games, and then, well, and you're paying a guy twelve million bucks. We we don't like talking about money, but you know what? If you're if you're taking up a huge percentage of your team's salary cap and you're not producing at that that peak then 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 you're the problem and right now i think that conor mcdavid is part of the problem in that franchise he looks to me like he's pouty he looks to me like he's sulking he looks to me like he's disinterested at times i think he's at a loss because as a pro he's never known anything but the other way and this is what he's with and i and i do believe he's trying as hard as he can but he's never he's never had a mentor, right? He's never had a mentor, and uh, you know Sid Crosby had uh, Mario. They they lived together for God's sake. They they were teammates for a little bit. Yeah. Ovechkin never had a mentor either, but it took him twelve years to win a cup, yeah. right? And then that was the organization figuring out a little bit too. And and the Edmonton Oilers uh, organization over the last 15 years has proven they have no clue what they're doing. They literally have no clue. I mean, obviously, Dave, we live in Alberta. We we hear a lot about the Oilers and we read a lot about them and everything else. And uh, the, the disdain that Oilers fans have for the franchise uh, in, in our part of the province, it just... I just don't get it. Like, it, but you, then you listen to other sports shows and how they 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 don't get it either. Nobody can understand how a team can be this inept with two of the all time greats, not two all time greats, but two all time guys. Like they're just they're really really good hockey players that and their careers are dwindling. Now that they're at a point where they're through another head coach, this is McDavid's fourth in his seven years. 
you gone through four coaches with this guy who's supposed to be bought in the in the same wording as Bobby Orr, Wayne Gretzky, Mary Lemieux, and on and on and on. And he's not. He's not. Is it McDavid's fault? Is it the friend? Like eventually you gotta start pointing the finger at McDavid too. McDavid can't stop the puck. And McDavid isn't on the blue line. Like, like 15 years, they haven't had an all-star D-man since Chris Pronger. Chris Pronger. They haven't had an all-star goaltender since... Grant Fuhr. Bill Ranford. I was going to say... Joseph. Joseph. I was going to say Cujo, yeah. Yeah, Joseph. But still, like... You need you need demon and you need a goalie too, right? You're not gonna, especially in the playoffs. You can't no, do this. It's it's, like, it's, it's astonishing. It, it's astonishing to me how that and this the, the lack of care the last two games. It just seemed like they they mailed it in for sure uh, with their coach. They're like, we don't play for this guy anymore. We, we don't care. It's time to yeah, move on. Yeah, they they haven't addressed their weaknesses, and that's what drives me nuts. Now, I don't and, remember the, the name of the guy that they, they brought up from, from their minor league team. I think it's in Stockton. or It, does, it doesn't matter where they're Bakersfield. The or where, team, no, it doesn't the players matter. are familiar with him. and yeah, uh, They know who he is. Um, that team's not going anywhere. This guy will not be the head coach uh, the start of next season. Dave, why would you bring a guy in as a Band-Aid when you know he's not going to be the coach next year? I don't understand that. Ooh, why not? Like, who are you going to hire? Like, this is a tire fire. You can't do worse. The, the a lot of the players are familiar with him because he coached their minor league team, Bakersfield. I don't know. I think it's the Condors. I think. Well, yeah, it's not important. Um, no, it's the Bakersfield Condors' parents. It probably is, but yeah, like, like I don't know what you're gonna do. And then, you know what? Like, let's pretend he lights a fire and they go on a heater. Like, I'm not saying to win the cup. I'm saying at least make the playoffs and and be a tough out. Like, who knows? Because it it can't be worse. You know, and that same thing with that Tippett. Oh, Tippett did such good work when he was the coach of Phoenix. Well, he had a shitty team and he coached a defensive style. He went to Dallas and underperformed. And then he was two years on the bench, uh, like got unemployed. And then and then Edmonton hires him because whatever, whatever. Yeah. You know, at least, you know, I, I'm glad they hired this guy. As opposed to Babcock, as opposed to Tortorella, as opposed to you know Bruce Boudreau. Like don't don't recycle something because that's not working either, right? Just is, you know tap the is this, Dave, is this hire is is bringing in? Should, I should learn his name. Well, before the end of the show, maybe we'll look it up and see what his name is. Is bringing this guy in basically telling him, okay, you have a job with the organization you aren't going anywhere you might go back to bakersfield or wherever the team is but you have a job we aren't firing you but we're not going to bring someone else in we want to see what we actually have we want to see what we have as a franchise as a minor league system as of this is this a a, a, a regroup per se of the orders organization to say we're not if we bring in somebody else like a babcock like a Tortorella, who will, they'll come in, they'll win 10, 10 out of 11, and then he's honky-dory. Or is this like, okay, we know we're fucked. We need to get a reset and see what we actually have. Um, I don't think the Edmonton Oilers brass has the intellectual honesty to look in the mirror and, and come to that conclusion. I really don't. <laughs> so the 1420 podcast is smarter than these guys? 
Um, we're not dumber. Like I can run that franchise into the ground just as easy on a like just <laughs> as easy. Um, Man, we need a raise, Dave. Well, something. Well, something. zero times like, zero you know is still zero, but whatever. You know what? Maybe matter. we should just be pumping their tires all the time, then we can get on Daryl Cass's payroll. But I don't know. Um, back to my point. Um, I honestly, I don't think they have the intellectual honesty to look in the mirror and see what's going wrong because they haven't done it for 13 years. I, I, it, it, it just baffles me if if they, they tell people they're committed to winning, they're not committed to winning. They're committed to selling jerseys, right? They're they're committed to making money, and that's and that's what it is in the long run. Katz is committed to sniffing jocks. That's what it is. And and you you can't or is he committed or 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 Dave or is he committed because that great big building downtown uh, Edmonton which is beautiful is he just committed to making money like, I, I, just, like selling jerseys that's it yeah is is because he not, this organization is he, is he different is than to winning you know you, you you go back you go back a thousand years now with Parkinson yeah and Ed Gretzky and all those Hall of Famers. But Pawson seemed to be, you know, willing to to win and do what he had to do with. And you look to uh, what they have now. Now it's about selling jerseys and filling the seats. You can you can compare it to the the Yankees where uh, George was uh, committed to winning, and now his his kid uh, Hal and Hank are there. Well, Hank's passed away, but Hal's committed committed to filling the building and selling jerseys uh, and championships trying to think. So is, is it the same comparison? I think I think so. I, I do think so, right? And you look back too with, with Poppington, like he fell in. He, he like this was an investment for him, and and he probably bought it. That is a song. Um, oh. He had Slats who got lucky, right? He got Messier, Gretzky, and Grant Pure. All Yari young. Curry, young. Then Yari young, Curry, young. then Coffee, Glenn Anderson, then Glenn Coffee, Anderson. All Hall you know, of Famers. Yeah, all Hall of Famers and 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 and, and not so even kind of Hall of Famers, like actual Hall of Famers. Oh yeah, in their twenties, like no wonder you win five out of seven. Cups. I could open that gate five nights a week and win one four to five nights. You bet. Yeah, like just get at her, boys. It's 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 like you just wonder where this franchise is going and why and how it gets this point. How you have that many lean years and how it's just on and on and on. I mean, lose negativity breeds negativity. And I, I think that McDavid's got his, he's got his lip hanging a little bit, and he's got to step it up a little bit. That's my own personal opinion. And if some people listen, if they, if they, uh, they disagree, I hope they get get back on Twitter. But I, I think that man's dragging his lip a little bit. I, I hear what you're saying. I do hear what you're saying. And but you know, you, you, how can you lead someone to a place you've never been? Right. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like Moses in the desert. Like you, 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 you can walk around for so long, and I just hope you got it. What they need to do is find somebody who's done it. Like you look at you look what Tampa did. Tampa was right there for for a couple of years, and did, and then they went and got Maroon. There you go. And then it put he wasn't the guy who scored the big goal or anything else, but he said, "Okay, boys, this is what needs to be done." I think that's one of the most ridiculous things you've ever seen in your life. No, I don't think it is. Well, I do. You don't you don't win a cup because you sign a third liner. It doesn't hurt to have a guy who's won before. I'm not saying it hurts. I'm saying he's not the reason. It doesn't hurt to have some guys who've been there before. That's that's all I'm saying, Dave. Well, you always have nobody who's been there before. Duncan Keith. 
he's a thousand years old and way past his prime, man. Three times. You like you just you just contradicted yourself. No, but Maroon has been there recently. Duncan Keith hasn't been there recently. Oh, so he forgot how to do it. Is that what you're saying? He can't do it anymore. Well, not Maroon can't do it either. I imagine Duncan but, Keith but, is, but is Tam, but Tampa's not right Tampa's now. not asking Maroon to put up big minutes. Edmonton's asking fucking Duncan Keith to pay to play 35 minutes night or 2010 minutes. He can't. So they're asking so they're asking Pat Maroon to like give us give us eight minutes a night and play good music in the locker room. Rudy. Yeah. Don't hurt. Yeah, well, they got two. Two more New Oilers do. Well, yeah. And now Keith's out. Anyways, the Oilers are world trouble. We we beat on them enough to, over the last Jesus four months. They they started so well, and I had high hopes for them. And video game hockey they were playing earlier on. It's just it's gone for shit. Speaking of going for shit, Dave, we'll get into the next segment of another team that's Jesus. They've gone on some hard times. Anyways, fourteen twenty podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. There's something that's kind of going viral a little bit, uh, viral in a, in a different way. Uh, the Hockey to the Ages tournament this weekend in Fort McLeod. There is a, uh, uh, a skate-a-thon, kind of a GoFundMe kind of a thing going on. I don't know what you would call it. But there's a uh, – Brent Redlinski scores a goal this weekend. There's people from Fort McLeod and and my relatives and, and friends and things, and that's not – they are actually going to donate money to the cause, to the charity, if I get one this weekend. So we'll put the the, the link up for the, uh, the tournament on the uh, on the uh, Twitter account, the Facebook account, and everything else. And if I score a goal this weekend, which I'm going to score a goal, I'm I'm, I'm not uh, I'm a little past my prime, obviously, but I'll get one. So if I get one, there'll be some money donated to the charities in Fort McLeod for the Hockey Games tournament, which will be a fun thing this weekend in Fort McLeod. Dave, do I score a goal? Is there an over under? Like just one goal. Like so it's just point one. five. Oh, just okay. one. Just yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, You'll you'll find you'll you'll find uh like there'll be a seeing uh, seeing dog with eyes or what what I asked and then that or something else. Something or so, like I like what if Oh, you know what would be tragic is if it happened in the finals, you make the finals, you hadn't got your 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 Gino yet. And then all of a sudden here's one and it gets called back for goalie interference. Oh, would you? Would you I'd would punch you, the ref. Sportsmanship <laughs> aside, this is for charity. Because you made contact with the goalie. Anyway, that's what we got going on. 1420 podcast, four viewers, sports talk, and a whole lot more. 1420 sports podcast, four viewers, sports talk, and a whole lot more. Uh, Canadian teams haven't been doing so well in the, the coaching ranks this year. You lost Paul Maurice in uh, Winnipeg. He quit, fired, said sayonara. Like we just talked about earlier, you, you had Tippett in Edmonton. You had Green in Vancouver. Now you had whoever the guy was last yesterday in Montreal. Dave, I don't get the hiring of Martin St. Louis. That Montreal team is terrible. They have eight wins. I think I said it last year or eight months ago, whatever it was, I said that that is the kiss of death when they went to the finals was the worst thing could have happened to that franchise because they thought they had a hockey team and they don't. They're terrible. Carey Price carried them through a $10 million goalie, whatever he makes, made that entire team look good. They are terrible. He's not playing. 
They fired their coach uh, yesterday with after eight wins and 45 tries or whatever it is. And they go out and make a, uh, they go and hire ex NHLer, Hall of Famer, but nonetheless, a peewee hockey coach or a, how they call it now, U13 hockey coach in Martin St. Louis. Dave, I don't understand how the mighty, mighty Habs can get to that situation. They are just as bad, if not worse, by making that decision yesterday than the Edmonton Oilers. That was, I don't get it. I, your reaction is exactly the same thing I had when I heard about it. It was like, what? And, and I didn't understand it at all. And then I kind of thought about it for a bit and it's not a permanent coach. It's like, Marty, you're going to coach us for the rest of the year. There's no obligation to hire him for next year. There's no multi-year. He doesn't know if he wants to coach, but it's like, we're fucked. We're fucked. And we need someone to come in and get us to the end of the year. And they don't want someone from the organization. They don't want one of who's that GM. They got Ken Bergeron. They don't want one of his hires doing it. I think there was some frank and honest discussion with Marty St. Louis. So like, I get it. He hasn't ever coached anything above U13, but he's a hall of famer. He knows how to win and he has an eye for hockey. So what I think they've asked Marty to do is just do your level best. Tell us what we got. And, and if that is what, what the conversations have taken place, then I think it's, I, I'm not going to say it's a great hire, but it's a hire. I understand it. it. It's back to my phrase earlier on. It takes some intellectual honesty to, to write <laughs> off this season and just say here, bud, get in there. Tell us what we got because we're not making the playoffs. There's no magical run here. Expectations cannot be lower. We're not asking you to win games. We're asking you to get in there um, run them through the drills, see what we got, and then we can move forward starting next year. Uh, Dave, I, I hear what you're saying, but it's a Hall of Famers and guy could play hockey, an eye for talent, and this and that. But there was a there was a guy who had an eye for talent, was pretty good at hockey, and and all like you you described before. And his name was Wayne Gretzky, and that him turning him as a, as a coach was an awful idea. But that I was can't... he was asked to to coach every day. They're asking Marty St. Louis to coach 35 games. I no can't see this going well because I just don't, I, I don't understand how you could put, yeah, he was John Tortorella's some assistant in, in for the power play system two years ago in, in Columbus after because Tortorella and him were together in Tampa and he became part of his staff and he quit and he, whatever he's coaching his kids, peewee hockey team or U 13, what do they call it now? I don't understand this. Like, there's got to be someone in the system that's more qualified to coach a National Hockey League team, a National Hockey League, the NHL. They're getting a guy who was coaching peewee hockey four days ago. Well, here, here like, now. What the fuck kind of thought process is that? I You're just finished telling so, you. But, but, Kate, so if I'm a season ticket holder, and you're expecting me to pay for these seats to watch this? I have a peewee hockey coach coaching these guys. I better get a discount. Okay. No, no, no. Now, listen now again. This season's a write-off, right? 
there's 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 z- zero chance of them making the playoffs, correct? Zero, zero, zero. So regardless of who's coaching, they're not going to make the playoffs, correct? That's right. Okay. So once again, this isn't a multi-year commitment. It's just get us to the end of the year so we can take a look at what's wrong. Take a look at who's maybe a keeper, who's not. Tell tell us tell us what the assistant coaches. Tell us about um, um, the fucking guy doing the jockstrap cleaning. Tell us about the skate sharpener. Tell us what you know as a winner in this league. Tell I us get what, my skate sharpener actually. Yeah. Tell us what we're doing wrong, and then what's wrong with that? That's how like like what do you expect? Like what do, what would you want in a coach? Would you want Babcock? No, no. But but, the, but, I, then, but like you say, like this is a terrible idea, and I want a discount and this. But like, what would be the higher you want? The team is trash. Price has been out all year. Shea Weber's gone forever, and those two were probably the, gone forever. Yeah, yeah, and and which is unfortunate. So, but like, so what is a good hire? I don't have the answer to that. But now if this at least gets us to the off season. You tell us what we're doing wrong, not just on the ice, but in in the cafeteria service, in the work ethic, in the gym room, in this, in the, the workout guy, whatever. Tell us where you think we need improvement and we'll go from there. What do you think that a guy like Martin St. Louis, Martin, 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 is it Martin or Martin? Doesn't matter. What do you think a guy like him could possibly bring to the team though like what can he bring to the bench like what what's he going to tell these guys like they're these guys are so far gone already like that they don't give a fuck the first practice i go to i don't wear gloves and i wear my stanley cup ring this is why i'm here you guys are playing that's a good for point your, dave these guys, you should be the gm guys. of the Edmonton oilers that's a very good idea these guys have your bosses have hired me to coach you fucking sad sacks for 35 games and you know what I'm going to tell them? I'm going to tell them everything I fucking see. So this is what I want to do and start and, from there. And I got 40 or 50 sheets in the bank, so I don't care. I'm here for Heart, 35 days or whatever it is. Heart trophy winner. Yeah. Uh, oh, so maybe, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe like what I, everything you said, I, everything I said was wrong. Maybe it's, just, it's a good idea because it, it can't get any worse. Yeah. The season's lost. I'm here to report. I'm here to do what I can. I'm going to run you through the drills. I'm not fucking Babcock. I'm not Tortorella. I'm, I'm not, not a I'm not, I'm not a coach, man. I was coaching my my kids U13 team in, in Maine last week, wherever he lives. But, I don't even but know. You, but you know what I've done? I fucking won a shit ton more than you boys. Yeah. So fuck her walk. Yeah. Starts, just, next year starts right fucking now. And I think that that needs to happen a lot more, Dave. Once a team is done, it's done. And when when teams seem to give up on their coach a lot more these days, these kids are so entitled. And we've talked about before on this show, they're so entitled and and they get their way no matter what. They've been getting their way since they were 10, a lot of these guys, right? And it, it just seems like now it's like, oh, fuck. Maybe they're serious. I can lose my career right now. Yeah. Like, like, I don't care. We got tons of fucking money. We'll buy you out. We'll bury your contract. I don't know who's going to hire you. I'm going to put you so far on the bench. Your free agent year is going to fucking suck. Yeah, and then, and, and, you know, and it sucks for that team too, because they got on a heater last year and their two best players are Carrie Price and uh, Shea Weber. And those guys 
are the stabling influence. They're the veterans and they're gone. So this is, this is a team with no direction, with no one to look to in the locker room. And then now they have someone to look at, look to in the locker room. And it happens to be their coach for the last 34 games of the year. Is doing something that Montreal did and going on a Cinderella run, is it just Cinderella just getting a new pair of shoes and not getting the whole, the whole enchilada? Is that bad for a team? Pretending that there's something that they're not. Is that bad for for a franchise? Um, you have to realize Cinderella, Cinderella very rarely wins, man. Well, very you know, rarely. And that was a problem that that started the the path down to the divorce for the Oilers when they made that Stanley Cup against where they lost to Carolina. Um, they resigned all those guys for that playoff run, and they didn't perform. And that's where it started. That's where the the Fernando Paisani and lot exactly la, la. right. That's where Oiler fan got a little bit of a taste of the crack, right? And you smoke it for a couple of years, and like this doesn't fucking work anymore. I wouldn't because these guys whatever. aren't good. Well, you know that's it's it's maybe a bit of an inappropriate analogy, but you <laughs> understand what I'm saying. I don't still. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. and not that I ever have either, but that's what it is, right? And you know, and Habs, Habs fan, that that's they're born with that. It's flowing through their veins, the passionate championship um, robust mentality yeah, in Montreal. Just, and they're yeah, exactly. they're like the Yankees 2024 win Stanley Cups, kind of like the Yankees of the 27, whatever it is. And it's so it's the same kind of mentality. But yeah, you know, if this hire was made in in the vein that that I explained, I, I totally understand it. And it's it's ballsy and but it's it's it at, at the end of the day it can't get worse we, nothing we can do is going to change this year around the fact that weber and price haven't played a minute for us is huge not just because of their on ice but because of their off ice leadership and and let's before we do anything stupid let's figure out what we have here yeah no, it's. I think it's. It, now that you explained it to me a little bit and got to put it in layman's term, it makes a little bit of sense to say, "Hey, we're, we, it can't get worse. So why not just try something different? See what we got. Maybe the maybe St. Louis is a uh, uh, family friend or a nose is age, something, something, something. Who knows? But yeah. maybe this isn't the worst thing they could ever do because, like I said, they, they're not making the playoffs. They're not going anywhere quick. They're 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 not that good of a team. They don't have they don't have much talent right now. This is what we have." Clean house and start over. That's what's got to happen. And I respect this decision a lot more than like uh, there was rumors they were thinking of hiring Pat Roy to be their GM. That would have been a mistake. That would have been a mistake. He's in uh, my mind. He's more of a me me guy than anybody in the in the uh, in the hockey world. He always has and always will be. Runs a little hot. Yeah. Anyways, Dave, 1420 podcast. Last three days we've had more uh, downloads in a three day span than we've ever had. In, uh, in the 18 or 19 months we've been doing this. Uh, got new listeners from Hawaii, South Dakota, Nova Scotia. Uh, we got people back from Delaware. We missed you guys. Haven't heard from you guys for a long time. Uh, just uh, thank you very much for the downloads and listens. It's been uh, quite the, uh, it's uh, it's nice to, to see people coming back. We do miss you, Michigan. We don't know where you went or why you went away, but please come back. If you know someone from Michigan, please let them know we missed you guys because it, it's uh, you guys were uh, our second biggest demographic compared to Alberta. Go ahead, Dave. That's quite funny how you how you mentioned uh, Nova Scotia and Delaware back to back. Nova Scotia, as you are well aware, is are the blue nosers. That's the the 
the ship on the back of our dime. It's the blue nose. It was the fastest okay. sailing ship back in the day. Yeah. So Nova Scotians are called blue nosers. Delaware, their university, the blue hens. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. There you go. Look at you. I learned I learned something today. Anyways, oh, I thought you set me up. You just know this stuff oh. and just set me up. No, no, I don't know you're to, to go all Cliff Clavin on you. Dave, Dave, I, I, I'm the looks behind the operation. You're the brains behind the operation. So there we go. Anyways, the 1420 podcast. Four beers talking a whole lot. Siri, download 1420 spot. Ha <laughs> ha! As I do Fourth that, podcast. Siri, <laughs> you know what I'm telling you to do, Siri. Good job, Joe. <laughs> the 1420 Sports Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. Dave, right now I'm watching Denmark and the Russian Olympic Committee. Is I think that's what ROC stands for, correct? Correct. They're playing some some uh, ice hockey, as they call it, in the Olympics here. Uh, no score in the first period. Uh, a bunch of players playing a game that I love. I don't know one player who's playing for any of these teams. But anyway, it doesn't much matter a whole bunch. Uh, the Olympics are rolling through Canada's winning some medals. And that's all I really know. Still, Dave, try, try for the last time, convince me something to watch the Olympics. Well, well, first of all, before I do anything, I'm going to say this. Canada had his most successful day in Olympic history yesterday, six medals. That's an accomplishment. And I'm very proud of team Canada for doing that. Of those medals, I must say, one of my, my preseason picks, uh, I guess pre-Olympic picks, Isabel Weidman, who won the bronze medal in the 3,000 meter. She won a silver medal in the 5,000 meter. So good for her. Um, Elliot Grondin won a silver medal in the snowboard cross. I had him pegged for gold, but that's it. He didn't. But a medal, a silver is nothing to sneeze at. I've put it out on Twitter a couple of times. And if you get this CBC Olympic app, if you're a Canadian, you can watch anything at any time. So when I'm bored, even when I'm not bored, I put it on. I'm watch, I watch while we record. I watch, I've been, I was watching curlier, curling early on, and now I'm watching women's downhill. Last night, the event that I watched for way too long have you ever watched Skelton? That's like the where they see that's one. The- that's one I can sink my my fucking teeth into. Those, it, it's just a man sport. I don't know why it's not a woman's sport, but it's just a man sport. It's the one where they run. They they run with a hand on the sled, the toboggan, and they they ride down on their belly. 
They were coming around the one corner at 127 kilometers an hour. That's touching 80 miles an hour. That's crazy. It's so fast. And they're steering with their, their feet, just tapping it on the ice. It's, it's, that's why what, I like the Olympics. What sport do you, for lack of a better term, what sport do you fail at to become a skeleton driver? I Rider, would not participant. Participant? Yeah. Like um, at, what point, at what point does your mom go, put the skates away, Johnny? You're going to be a skeleton rider. I have no idea. I don't even know. Like, Because where do you start to train? Who do you call? How do I get on the team? Where do I buy a sled? How do I practice? Where do you get those shoes? I don't know. Maybe like the first time, like you're a failed golfer and you're using your spikes on the on the <laughs> on the hill in, well, in the back of see, uh, Paradise Dave, Canyon. There, like Dave, when I used to live in Vernon, you you see a lot of kids that uh, that didn't play uh, the the your your normal sports. You like they didn't play hockey, didn't play baseball, didn't play football because they spent a lot of their time on the lake and a lot of their time out in the ski hill. So your Nordic, your Nordic events. So like if they, they were just skiers, then all of a sudden they were doing cross country skiing and, uh, and the like, and then different, and then freestyle skiing became a thing and on and on and on. So maybe that's just the way it is. It, maybe some kids just don't, they just start in the Nordic events and they don't know any better. Not that but it's any better or any worse, but maybe, maybe that's, it's just that simple. I would assume in Canada, you have to either be, have access to the, there's there's two tracks in this whole big grand country of ours in vancouver and calgary because they had to build tracks because they hosted olympics like no one builds a recreational luge track right like that's a, a serious well, undertaking it'd be a it'd be a money losing venture i'm thinking if they did <laughs> because there's a lot going on in those things and so how one comes into uh, the skeleton luge bobsled game, I would imagine you're either born into it or you're German. They're, they win a lot of these, eh? Like Germ German, I think Germans are speed skaters and losers, are, are they not? Uh, Germans are like seem to do well in the bobsled. Not so much the end speed skaters. The, the speed skaters are the Dutch. Those those really? uh, those blonde, beautiful people know how to skate fast. <laughs> Look it up, man. See, when I, when, when I grew up, Dave, the, the, the Dutch couldn't skate at all in Fort McLeod in, in the area. They didn't, it, it wasn't a thing. Not the natives of Holland. That's why they had oh. to leave. That's why they had to leave the country because they uh, they they couldn't stand. The ones the, who couldn't skate came to Canada. The ones who could skate stayed there. Right. Oh. It's a geography and it's a, it's, a, it's a history lesson today in the 1420 sports podcast. And maybe they weren't blonde and beautiful enough too, because you know what, when I, back in the day, I backpacked across Europe and we went through Holland and they were just, everybody was like six foot tall and beautiful. The Dutch here of which heritage I have, they're not as tall and beautiful as the Dutch there. So maybe they were just, Oh, they're tall. Bit, they're tall. They're tall, they're, they're tall, but they're not beautiful. I think they're beautiful. Dave, you shouldn't, you shouldn't just, well, they, well, there's beauty in everything. Put an umbrella on, on people. Jesus. There's, I mean, they're not beautiful Ukrainians, obviously, but... Um, ah. 
<laughs> I'm just saying, I was amazed by how tall, blonde, and beautiful people were in Holland. Oh, it's just a different tall and blonde and beautiful. Different. Yeah. Uh, the the uh, men's Olympic hockey team started this morning or last night, whatever you want to want to uh, per- perceive it, uh, whatever time you, you go to bed. Uh, Canada won five one versus uh, the Germans. The uh, women are in the quarterfinals today for Canada uh, or tomorrow. I get it all mixed up. It, that's a premier event. God, there's got to be a way it could be shown somehow, some way, a little bit better where they could time it, where they're prime, not prime time, but there's got to be a way, man. Well, the way I, well, the way I understand it is that the earth is round, right? No, I know that. I I know and, that. And, but. and then it's, this is on the opposite side of the globe. So you want the people in Beijing to go watch games at three, four o'clock in the morning so we can watch it at prime time our time. No, no, like, what, I, what I'm understand. saying is what I'm saying is is like right now, like make the not make, suggest, suggest that they start their games right now. Okay, you know, I hear what you're saying because I'm watching live uh women's downhill skiing right now. Right now. So right have now. a morning so, game so the rest of us can watch it. Because you know what? There's a bit of a point there because it's not like they're allowed to have fans anyway. Exactly. And if so, you're going to it, and if you're going to the Olympic Games and you have a ticket, do you really care what time the event is at? I don't think so. I don't because you're gonna go. Because you're going to go because you have said ticket. Right. So why not put make it work for all parties involved to have a hockey game, which I want to watch at nine o'clock at night where it's at yeah. six o'clock or eight o'clock in the morning there whatever time it is would yeah. that not make more sense uh to to north americans yes and then i don't know understand why nbc didn't flex their muscle because they're the biggest boy on the block they get to do what they want right yeah. and and so i'm gonna blame nbc yes and, china. and china that damn young I've been told we're getting a little bit uh, nasty to other other countries, but uh, I I yeah. don't trust I don't trust China. <laughs> no, I don't think anyone does, Dave. <laughs> I don't think anyone. We're, does. It's okay to not trust China. Is yeah, that, it's okay not to trust China. No, it's, okay, uh, it's very very true. Dave, uh, I got the weekend off of work. What Olympic event? Between me out there trying to score a goal, the Hockey Through the Ages tournament, uh, what event should I really focus on this weekend? The the halfway point Olympic Olympic Games. What should I watch? Who should I tune into? Who's the guy I got to watch or girl I got to watch? Um, I don't know exactly when their events are because I myself am am as as you employed, so I have other shit to do. So uh, I just. When I get home from work, I look for live events that happen to be uh, happen to be streaming. Uh, the women's no, this weekend. What do we got going on? I'm I'm looking at it and I apologize. Um, if if you get a had chance to watch them luge or or skeleton, watch that because that I can't believe how fucking fast those guys are. Uh, tomorrow there's some sports uh, short track speed skating. Um, ah, here we go. On on what day is this? I'm going through the entire app schedule on Friday, which is tomorrow. 
at uh, 5.20 in the morning. That's not the one I wanted. Um, at 7 p.m. tomorrow, snowboarding mixed team snowcross. So snowcross is when they, they have to race on snowboards. That's tomorrow uh, at 5.20. So that'll morning. be... No, p.m. I might tune into that. Okay, and I'll and I'll try and send out a reminder. I'll I'll put the link on, uh, on on my fourteen twenty Dave. Uh, it's it's good. I put some links on. Did you happen to watch that uh, that uh, what was her name? The speed skater I like, Isabel Weidman, win her bronze medal in the three thousand. Steve Armitage, I didn't even know he was alive. Stevie Arms been around for a long time, man. He is kind of awesome and is just you know i like Steve Arms. Exactly. always have so do i and he got talks like this and here she goes yeah. it's yeah. it's it's kind of awesome it was uh, it was as much fun listening to him call a timed event as it was watching her win a, a medal so i like the armatures a lot so they roll I. him out every two years and does what he does and he's he used good, to be yeah, the so. gray cups but i think he's a little too old for that but yeah they blow the dust off the cover for uh for the Olympics all the time. He's probably like three weeks older than me and you, but whatever. Oh no, you know, Steve Armitage he's got, was calling he's got a few, He's got a few years on us. So no yeah, on when that. I was at my mother's teeth. Yeah, no, he's uh, he's got a few few years on us. There's no doubt about that. I'm going to like set it on two on Monday night, and I didn't. And but this weekend, I'm going to tune into Olympics. I'll be in Fort McLeod. We'll throw the TV on the old arena up there. We'll, we'll dust off the piano, play some Van Halen jump like you used to uh, back in the day at the Fort McLeod Curling Club and see what we can't kind of trouble we get into. Uh, Download the app. Download that. Yeah, app. it's just, I, Dave, I don't yeah. watch the, like, uh, non-Olympic years, I don't watch the X Games. And that's all I actually see on TV now is X Games. And that's what bothers me. But it's not the X Games. You can. But I know it's not. But that's. That, but, but I'm. But I'm seeing the X Games. I actually watched uh, some men's uh, the the long program, the free the the free skate, the men's figure skating. And you know, I'm not a figure skating fan, but I will watch it occasionally because those athletes are talented. They they do amazing things on the ice. It ain't the same without the crowd. Like the falls and the cheers on the landing, yeah. you know, you know, and and then sh- and something like skeleton and and snowboard and skiing, it's it's such a vast course you don't hear the crowds anyways. Yeah. But in in figure skating, it's like something's missing, and I really couldn't really place it. I was watching with uh, Kaylee, and it was like you know what this, it's a lot different without the crowd noise. Without the crowd, and, no, and, and then right away she said like I didn't even realize that, but you're right. And yeah, a hockey game is the same way. A baseball game is the same way. It's it's just different. It's just different. As a fan watching on TV, it's less exciting without hearing the 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 fan reaction. No, it uh, that's one hundred percent true. And I, I mean, we're close. We're we're getting there to a point where we're getting crowds back here in Alberta and Canada, and it's a different uh, different world we're living in right now uh, here in Canada. But uh, we won't talk about that a whole bunch. But anyways. Olympics, Dave, this week, I am going to watch. I'm going to Fort McLeod this week, and like I said, me and Mom, she will we'll sit down and watch a, a couple of events and get her her take on, uh, on what's on the ins and outs of the Olympics because uh, it is, it's great, and these, these guys, they get, they get a lot of them get one chance, one chance, and we should support them. 
uh, more than we do. They get one shot to be to do something great, and it, it, for those who can make it to the 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 highest level of their events, all all the the glory and the power to them because it's it's tough because they, they they don't get funded and everything else, and they're, they're a lot of uh, niche sports that, that people don't even know how it works. So uh, we should uh, the the every four years we should follow these guys a little bit more than we do. And uh, I'm going to put my best foot forward this weekend to, to, to follow them a lot more. Yeah, because, you know, like these skeleton racers, these biathletes, these whatevers, they're going back to de- detailing cars on next week, right? Yeah. So this, this is a highlight. And, and, and they dedicated their life to their craft. And, and I think it would be just so neat to have an Olympic experience. And winning a medal would be an icing on the cake. Cool. Where would you hang your medal? Wherever I wanted. Like, like if you had an Olympic gold medal, silver, bronze, where would it be above the mantle? Would it be uh, where you could possibly, like, in, in, in your front door, so whoever comes to your house that could could see it? Would, would it be uh, at your uh, in a in a vault? Would it be at a place where you could take it out of a uh, a little chest? You could put it around your neck and part it. If you're having a little get gathering, you wear your gold, you wear your medal. Where, where would you keep your Olympic medal if you had one? So if 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 you are if you have an Olympic medal, I'm guessing you've won a lot of competitions on the way. So you have a yeah, lot yeah. of if, other if you, awards and so because no matter have, what, you you've won something to, to, to get to you to have more level. You yes. have some you have some trophies. Yeah, you have some trophies. So now, like, do you have a glory room? Do you have a glory wall? Um, glory hole, a glory hole. <laughs> don't have. A glory. Uh, I don't think. I don't think you want a glory hole. Well, um, something at the income is tough COVID times. Like whatever. Stop that. <laughs> um, you know what? I would keep it in a box wherever I keep important stuff. It would not be on display. You wouldn't see it. You would have to add, here. Put it this way: If you can, if I owned an Olympic silver medal. Or bronze, you would have to ask to see it. Yeah. I wouldn't have it hanging. I wouldn't use it as a door knocker. With uh, you, you said silver, bronze. You have a gold. Where does it sit? Same, same. Huh. Really? Yeah. They know. They know. Can we see your medal? Of course you can. I'm wearing. Actually, I, I, I'm not. I, okay, I'm with you. I don't have it out in plain view. But at around eleven o'clock, eleven thirty, if friends are still over, I'm probably wearing that thing. So, so it's not in plain view. But if they want to see it at eleven o'clock, you'll unbutton your unbutton your shirt. So they no, I'm not it. wearing it. No, no, no. I'm not Travolta. I'm not Travolta. Sorry, live nineteen seventy seven in that motherfucker. But I probably I go and put it on. I'm strutting around with my gold medal. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. 
about 1130 after a few well, you know, And also, too, it's a time thing. Like the when you get home from the Olympics and you have your parties, you're wearing it all the time. It does not come up. I'm sleeping with that thing. Mm-hmm. But now we're talking five, 10 years after the awarding of said medal. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so, like, do you wear Wouldn't it? Wouldn't that be a... Oh. Now would, you you wear it to, it? would you wear it to your, like, so, like, now your your daughter's getting married. Would you wear it outside the tux to walk your daughter down the aisle? I'd have it in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> like you said... And if you're the woman, yeah, would you put it in the bouquet for your daughter's bouquet? Like, you know, now you talk about it, Dave, like, there's not many of those gold, I mean, there's lots of Olympic gold medals, obviously. But, but the story would probably get so great for every time you tell it, would get better and better, except for the person who's heard the story. Like, if because you and I have hung out a lot over the years. And if you, we went to a party together, a gathering, whatever, get a few into us and having a good time. And then somebody who's new to the group goes, hey, you're Brent Redlinski. You have an Olympic gold medal. Yeah, yeah. Well, get a few in me. Hey, do you want to wear a medal? The, the story would get better. You would hate it. And vice versa. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would be, it would be interesting to have an Olympic gold medal, I think. Oh, yeah. Because the story would be so elaborate the older you get. Well, you know, and it's just now what stories are you telling? Are you telling about the actual? It would would depend on your event and how you earned it. Were you a teammate? Were you an integral part? Were you on the bench? Or was it an individual event? And on an individual event. So great, no matter over the years. By the time you're 80, you conquered the world. And then also, too, is it really like they sit in Olympic Village? Yeah, like a, the stories like, would be fantastic. Yeah, and just hanging out with different Olympic athletes, and, and especially in the in the, in the NHL years where they all the stuff that was happening, and yeah, yeah, I, I think it would be great. Like now, I, I'm going to watch the Olympics this weekend. I promise. I promise. Honor the men and women that are that have put their life into their sport. Yeah, there you go. Fourteen twenty podcast for Brewer Sports Talk. Not a gold medal between us, but we can sure talk. Talk to you guys uh, in a bit. No one's ever asked to see my medal. Let's get a better medal. 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer sports talking a lot, a whole lot more. Uh, earlier on tonight, Dave and I sat with Aaron uh, from Brutally Honest Sports Podcast. We did a, uh, we pre-recorded a show that we're going to release on Saturday morning for the Super Bowl. Yes, the Super Bowl's on Sunday. I know that, but we'll get, you guys can listen to it. Saturday, all day Saturday, and, and most days Sunday before the game starts. That's why I haven't talked much of football today. We got through that. But uh, Dave, we talked prop bet with Aaron a little bit before the show started tonight. Uh, you got a couple more. Uh, fire away, and let's see what we got. Well, we like I said, you'll have to tune in to uh, Saturday's podcast to get our actual predictions and, and breakdown of the game. Big breakdown. But But – you guys might not be able to listen to that game, that that podcast until Sunday, and you might not be able to get your gamble on. So, I have a couple. It, it this seems like free money to me. Bets on Bodog is what I found. Will the longest TD pass be over or under twelve and a half yards? Over. How can it not? Right. The longest. 
TD pass, not longest completion, longest TD Over. pass. I think so as well. Over. Um, will the first penalty? This one's a this one's a coin flip. Will the first penalty be on offense or defense? Defensive hold. I think so too. Like the only thing is there might be a illegal procedure. So that one's a, I'm a little iffy on that's what's defensive hold. I think he plays in. I think this one's free money. Total sacks for both teams on the game, 4.5. Way over. I think that is free money. That's on Bodog. Right I think it's going to be 106. Ah, <laughs> I won't be surprised if it's over. Eight. Yeah, 106. Uh, will there be a roughing the passer penalty? Yes. I agree. And then... Um, <laughs> So, will there be more sacks in the game? Or, or will Ovechkin score more goals in the Capitals game that day? More sacks. Same. So, there's one, two, three, four. That's easy days. money, man. That's easy money. Let's make some money. Let's get paid. Yeah, let's- They're all on Bodog. All these are on Bodog. Um, so I'm going to have you as the, yeah, we still the got sports. money on that, that account from last year. We got, I'll put, put those down. We'll, we'll uh, off air. We'll, we'll get into that and we'll see what, uh, what's going on. But those seem to be no brainers to me. Yeah. Go to like, I'm not, uh, if Bodog, if you want to get in on this and, uh, and like, uh, have us tag you, but that's, uh, where we like at the 1420 to get our gamble on. These are all there completely legal. Make a house payment. Why not, man? Why not? Those are simple ones. I, those seem to be no-brainers to me, Dave. I, I, I don't see what the, how those are even bets. It's I, – I don't either. Like, it's just like, here, take our money. There's got to be a part catch. Those four, there's got to be a catch. Well, you control the finances. I'm just here to, like, try and get us rich. There we go. Just try and live and die in a three-quarter time. Uh, Dave – the uh, I got a, a who is better. Do you have a couple? I got one who is better than you do yours. You got a couple of little things to finish. Show up, been a long time on the air tonight, so I don't have a whole bunch of who is better. But one uh, a name that came up today, Dave, that is going to be joining Martin St. Louis in Montreal is Vincent Lacavalier, uh, as a assistant GM to the traveling secretary or whatever he's going to be, like Costanza was on Seinfeld to the Steinbrenners. With the Yankees, uh, who is better, Vincent LeCavalier or my cousin Vinny? <laughs> the first time Great I Great movie. I thought that movie was really good. I'm a fan of Marissa Tomei. Before that, I was a fan of Joe Pesci. Before yeah. that, that was a funny fucking movie. And Ralph um, Macchio, the Karate Kid's in it. Yeah, in a bit part and stuff, but well, you know, he, he he didn't. He was okay, <laughs> um, but that was all. That was all. Uh, that was all Pesci and Tomei. Oh, absolutely! And it was a good movie. Vinny LeCavalier played for Tampa. I. The only reason I kind of like Tampa is because they beat the Flames. That's their only redeeming factor. I think they're a hell of a team. I was never a fan of him and Vinny's thing. One of the best pitchers I always like seeing it is that uh, there's that picture of the fight uh, between uh, Cavalier and Iginla. Yeah, great. 
that th- those guys were warriors. Hey? Like, let's, I think like we talk about this a lot and we talk about the like how, how hockey's not as good as it used to be. Again, is the last of the warriors. Yeah, well, and, and Vinny Cavalli. He was uh, right there too, but he was right there too, but yeah. he was in Tampa. Um, because uh fuck. I'm gonna I I'm just by a nose, I'm gonna give it to Vincent LeCavalier. By a nose. Really? Yeah. I'm just talking not not the movie itself. I'm just talking like the the character Joe Pesci played Vinny. Oh no, I know, and I totally oh, understand okay. that. Okay, but you know, I I've watched that movie probably twice. It's not a movie I can watch over and over again. But like, if the, it's on whatever station they we have now that it comes on, I'll watch it every time. Yeah, I like. Yeah, I have nothing bad to say about it, but I'm gonna give it to the hockey player, not the not the movie, the fictional character. Okay, Dave, you go ahead. What, what do you got for me tonight? Well, you know, it's um, I got a couple, and it's in honor of someone we 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 recognized his passing. But um, when Meatloaf died uh, a little bit ago, he has some icon- iconic songs. So, oh, uh, yeah. In in honor of Mr. Loaf, Paradise by the ba- Dashboard Lights, or Paradise City. Paradise City is my favorite Guns N' Roses song of all times. That opening riff, I and that song is so fucking. I Paradise City and it ain't close. Yeah. It ain't close. Oh, I love that song, man. Paradise City and Paradise by Dashboard Light is too long, and it's just and I you, you couldn't like they, they played it all like when I was a kid uh, at the kids' town dance or something. You didn't know how to dance to it because it was slow, it was fast, and you didn't know what to do with your hands. It was weird. <sighs> It was awkward and it's it, iconic, but it's it iconic. I don't want it. I don't, I can't sit through it. It's awkward. Paradise city without a doubt. Yeah. I'll get behind that. Cause even though paradise by the dashboards lights is a little bit. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a sing along in the car song. It's awkward. For, it's awkward for a teenage boy to know where to put his hands while he's dancing. It's awkward. Well, especially during the talking parts. What do you do with uh, do the Phil do? Rizzuto parts or whatever that? Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. awkward. It is awkward. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good question. So, uh, once again, sticking with Mr. Loaf, uh, Bat Out of Hell or Raise a Little Hell? Fuck. Out of the hell or raise little hell trooper. Um, I'm going to go with raise a little hell in short spurts at a hockey game because you play that the the crowd gets into a little bit. You're going a little bit. You're having a good time. You can clap along to it. Once again, bat out of hell. It it's a bit lengthy. Meatloaf liked his anthems, right? He liked his anthems. I don't. I don't dislike "Bad Out of Hell" as a song, but uh, I'm going to go with "Raise Little Hell Trooper" as an anthem at a sports arena. Uh, people clap and having a good time. I'm going to go "Bad." Uh, I'm going to go "Raise Little Hell Trooper." And I got. Uh, I have one last one as my Meatloaf tribute. Uh, rest in peace, Mister Loaf. Um, would you do anything for love or does love stink? 
Would I do anything for love, meatloaf, or love stinks? Jay Giles uh, Band. Jay Giles Band. <laughs> love stinks. That song was made very famous uh, later on Ridgemont in life. High. Off Ridgemont High, and then it was a huge thing with the Adam Sandler and the wedding singer mm-hmm. uh, in that in that scene where he was uh, got broke up with his girlfriend. And what was her name? She was a twat waffle. Uh, wore his Aria Speedwagon t-shirt to bed. Um, love stinks. Or what was it, Dave? I would do anything for love. Anything for love. Once Another again, anthem for Mr. Once Lowe. again, that song is way too long. <laughs> um, it's a great song. The video is great. You know what? Actually, I am going to take I would do anything for love but I won't do that by the loaf by Mr. Meatloaf for that one. I love stinks. That was a very good song. 1994, I believe on bad out of hell Two, straight out of hell, straight out of hell. I think it was called, uh, my very first slowdown. I will go with the bad out of hell, <laughs> bad out of hell Two. I would do anything for love. Well, good for you. Cause you know, as, as iconic and, and, as, uh, and, 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 and meatloaf didn't get two out of three. You only got one out of three on that one. Two out of three. Well, yeah, that. because I didn't know, I didn't know what to, uh, I couldn't find, I, I, I was thinking of these during the day and during her thing. I like, I didn't know what to, what would be the, what would be the sign to go out of, up against two out of three ain't bad. Oh, I don't know. Well, that's my point. Right. When, no, I but, playing, uh, Dave, when I was playing hockey in Bonneville, we went two out of three, our Calgary Olds Calgary trip. We got back to Bonneville and the Cold Lake radio station, which is Bonneville, basically. Uh, they they played uh, in honor of the Bonneville Pontiacs winning two out of three. They played two out of three. Ain't bad. Oh, I thought you were going to say that. I thought you were going to say that was your save percentage. Two out of three? 66? <laughs> I wish it was that high. <laughs> I wish it was that high, Dave. Jesus Murphy, there were some nights, there were some rough nights back when I was uh, allergic to vulcanized rubber. But anyways, Dave, can't win them all, boys. Can't win them all, but you can win one <laughs> once in a while. Two, a, two out of three <laughs> yeah. ain't bad. No, uh, Dave. Fun night tonight. We uh, we covered we we had our our show with uh, Aaron from Brutally Honest Sports Podcast for the Super Bowl. Jim will get out for Saturday after or Sunday afternoon or whatever it is. We did our show tonight. A lot of laughs. The Oilers are still in trouble. The the Habs, you change my mind about what they're doing with their coaching situation. I get it. And then uh, some laughs about Meatloaf. Uh, God rest his soul. Uh, he's no Dr. Johnny Fever, but what are you going to do? Well, well, one's a fictional character, and, and Loaf was a, a real man. I can't, like, I'm actually surprised he got that long. Like, when you see his... He was a sweaty mess on stage. Any concert footage, footage you oh, see, like I worst show I ever saw in my life with a meatloaf. Oh, really, Mr. Loaf oh, didn't it deliver. Gross. It was gross. It was terrible. Oh, I thought meat was like I thought that's where he did his thing. It was so bad, Dave. My sister went to the box office, asked for the money back in Vegas. It was so bad. She was going get her money back. This is terrible. She was just hoping she didn't. She knew we weren't getting it. It was it was that bad. Was it Meat himself, or was it the band? It, or? it was Meat himself. He couldn't keep up. He was just—he was a hot mess. It wasn't good. <laughs> was he wearing the roughly textile shirt with all, scarves? It was shit? all of it. It was all of it, and it wasn't good. Did he arrive on stage in a sweaty mess? Um. Yeah, it wasn't good. Oh, okay. Well, that's too bad. What are you gonna well, do? All right. We. I still want him to rest in peace. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Podcast, four beer sports, talking a whole lot more. 
we got a thing going on for, I'm going to score a goal this weekend. So if you, uh, if you can donate, if you can for the talk through the ages tournament, Fort McLeod, and uh, we'll go from there. We've got a show coming out on Saturday afternoon for the Super Bowl. We got uh, this show coming out. We got other things coming on. Fourteen uh, Twenty Sports Podcast. We're uh, biggest uh, download week we've ever had. Uh, thank you very much for listening. All the states and people and everything else have been coming on. Dave, take care of each other. But more importantly, take care of yourself. But and that's all I got. Keep your stick on the ice. And what else, my friend? I don't want to see Jim swing at high pitches. Thanks for all the work you're doing. Thanks, everybody, for uh, downloading from your blue nosers to your blue hens. We appreciate all the support. And, Johnny, when you listen to that Super Bowl episode on Saturday, I'm sorry, buddy. There you go. Have a good night. We'll talk to you on Monday. See you Monday. 1420 Sports Podcast is happy to be teamed up with Newsly. Newsly transcribes web articles from around the globe and reads them directly to you. Keep your eyes on the road or on the game with Newsly. Newsly also carries podcasts from 40 countries around the globe, including the 1420 Sports Podcast. Download the Newsly app for all your Android and iOS devices today at www.newsly.me or click on the link in today's show description. And be sure to use the promo code 1420 sports that's 1420 sports for a free one month premium subscription newsly stop scrolling and start listening Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.